Hey everyone, this podcast is coming to you from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. You can support this show and our larger efforts to build a leftist community through podcasting and other projects over at patreon.com slash psychic dolphin garage. That's patreon.com slash P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-D-O-L-P-H-I-N garage, which is spelled how it sounds. Yeah, so I, I, I take it y'all saw the, the, the video of the Florida guys uh, protesting to reopen the gym by working out outside yeah, I could not stop laughing. Like, it's they were the doing fucking... push-ups and sit-ups. It was so fucking corny. Like, y'all realize you're doing gym shit. Like, you don't need to do that in a fucking Gold's-branded <laughs> building. You can just work like, out. Like, you I know understand. that if, like, if like three of you got together and hadn't spent your money on the gym, hadn't spent your money on the gym for, like, on a Joe year. On Joe Rogan's Patreon and fucking, you know, whatever <laughs> supplements... Yeah, yeah. Like you could buy Mexico. You're getting. Yeah, you yeah. could buy three machines, put it in one of your fucking garages, and then all work out together. There you like, go. Like like friends do. A, lo- a lot of the wrestlers that I follow, um, they don't have like access to like gyms. Uh, one of them, Warhorse, actually, uh, rebuilt a gym because he like does carpentry and he found like missing pieces of like. Or like loose like free weights and stuff, and has like rebuilt a gym. It's like that's cool. Like you could do something like that, learn a skill, and uh, <laughs> rebuild your gym, or be like Effie and do uh, DDP yoga and body weight exercises, and look fucking hot still. Like yeah, DP <laughs> yoga. I've seen that video. Bunch of dudes who just worked out in prison are thinking like, finally, my expertise comes in handy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, 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 wait. So it's just it's just a. It's just a bunch of people in prison selling their workout routine to dipshits in Florida. Yeah, all right. So here's what you do, right? You get the two heaviest books they got in the library, which are Mein Kampf and Harry Potter. You just fucking lift those until you're fucking huge and nobody fucks with you. That's the workout routine that'll be fucking $30 per VHS tape. Thank you very much, sir. Psychic Dolphin Garage. Hey everyone, I'm Kelton. And I'm Zach. I'm Bo. And I'm Dennis. And welcome to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. Ooh. This week, it's uh, just the boys here. Uh, I, I know that seems less special now that it's uh, resuming a normal schedule of sorts, <laughs> but we are celebrating one year of doing this hey. shit, so that is uh, fun for us. Yeah, it, it's pretty much official. The The honeymoon period is over. We're a year into this. Um, you know, just expect uh, a whole lot uh, less effort as time moves on. And- yeah, nobody's doing the dishes. All our conversations are like, honey, wasn't that like, wasn't that a Stuckey's a while ago? Oh, yeah, it was. When did that close down? Uh, so it's, it's great. Yeah. We're definitely not reinstalling Tinder on like on, you know, hidden in like three folders deep. Oof. It's It's great. Other than I was gonna say, other than that last thing, that has pretty much been all of my relationships. <laughs> oh no, you poor babe, you yeah. poor dear. Hey, you know. Well, I'm glad That's, this podcast. It must be the can, California air. So. Yeah, I'm glad this podcast can join join that wonderful list. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I'm just grateful because uh, we we've tried to expand out to 
as many wide variety of social media platforms as possible, really gotten ourselves out there. And we figured out that there's about 600 people who actually give a fuck about us. And <laughs> that's kind of kind of heartwarming to, to see. I mean, there were 900 of you at one point. So now that it's 600, it's a little distressing to see where we're at next year. But I, uh, I suppose it's just going to be shit posting and game shows from here on out. And we'll see. What few proud Marines are left. Stay healthy, I'm, please. I'm pretty you. sure that this is just 69 people, and most of them have, like, nine alts. <laughs> there so. you go. That, that, that math checks out, yeah. I want to believe it's 69 people anyways. I, uh, I don't know math, so <laughs> to me that math checks out. Th- thank you every online stats class where it's like, oh, yeah, it's online. I could do the homework whenever, and whenever means never, apparently. So. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, uh, there's no uh, centralized regulation for homework, but <laughs> there is not. All, there's also not centralized regulation for participating in our five star, one star program. So uh, <laughs> it's not mandatory. So only one of you has turned in your homework this week. And your that extra is credit, Trevin. you might say. Yeah, your extra credit. Thank you, Trevin, for participating this week. We're going to read uh, the one star review for the Louder with Crowder podcast, uh, which reads, one thing's for sure, this is indeed a podcast. That's the only thing I can say on this topic. Good day, sir. So I, I really like this, uh, not only as a, as a review in itself, because it's great, but as, a, uh, as an example for, for the rest of you's mugs out there. Um, you know, it doesn't even need to be uh, like particularly caustic or anything. Just, just give them that one star. Just fucking give them the bad engagement that you don't like. And, uh, you know, move on with your day. It's great. Yeah. And uh, a new review. Yeah, a new review for us, a five-star review for a podcast titled Psychic Dolphin Garage. You guys never predict the future, nor do you guys make dolphin sounds. Seriously, though, great podcast. I find myself dying of laughter multiple times each episode. Keep up the great work. See, you make the dolphin sounds. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So enjoy that. Thank, thank you for and, your contribution. And, and for- we have we have absolutely predicted the future. I'm gonna jump out in front of that. Oh yeah. We've absolutely absolutely made calls. I don't know which ones we've we've predicted, but we've absolutely <laughs> made calls that came true. <laughs> we, we can predict the future, but we can't remember our own past. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The you know the two edged sword. Yep. The classic yeah. dolphin blade that we all know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dolphin blade God. and the dolphin cannon. Um, can, we're can, yeah. Can we please? Just, I was going to say, can we please get a fucking uh, dolphin blade forge with Patreon money? <laughs> I think that'd be good. okay. We just buy out a forge instead of a brew house. That's a forge. Oh no 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 no, sir! I am saying we go to every dead mall in the country until we find a, a, a shop that sells dolphin shaped swords, and we fucking scoop one of those up. <laughs> dead mall tour 2020 boys i mean i, mean, I guess yeah, that's most okay. malls these days but still <laughs> yeah I, I live i live very near the twin pines mall from uh back to the future fame so uh we can start there is is that one still kicking or is it is it totally um fucking... no i mean like the the forever 21 closed which is usually a bad sign oh yeah that's not good yeah, mm-hmm. yeah when, when, fast, is... when fast fashion manages to go under that's like mm-hmm. but there hey. there is an arcade attached to it that um is presumably still going to be open after covid and it's a it's a round one it's one of those big old fancy japanese uh arcades that's pretty sexy yeah I, no i really do love the uh the retail ecosystem that persists within dead malls because it's like you got like arcades and like karate places and like little family hair salons and then like uh, like a very hearty tenacious auntie Anne's who's just not taking any shit 
<laughs> like just sticking around. It's it's really beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then the 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 large-hearted, well-meaning mall manager who somehow manages to piss everyone off by being a complete Karen, <laughs> uh, even though they're just renting out like discount spaces for small businesses to have a storefront in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't a tax evasion uh, scheme at all. Oh, know? not at all. <laughs> very, very regular lids that we have here. <laughs> <laughs> An entirely, entirely standard lids franchise we've got set up that, it, that has no cocaine involved, we promise. <laughs> Meltdown Maze in full effect. Texas is back open. We've got the record number of, uh, you know, coronavirus cases in the thousands, roughly two weeks after we've opened. It's... Yeah, you, you all... Oh, baby. You all beat New York and California. Way to go. Yeah, yeah. Maze the month, babe. To be fair, though, uh, the reason the numbers have gone up so drastically is because we've actually just decided to start testing people <laughs> instead of actively just denying it. So, uh... Baby steps as we funeral march into our own. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a, a Texas is a very much sort of like uh, you know, if God could lead you to it, God could lead you through it sort of state. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've never heard that. That's great. If, if God can lead you to Texas, God can lead lead you t- through Texas. He won't. You'll die, but he can. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get grown. <laughs> It, it's some real, it's some real Old Testament God shit. It's not good. <laughs> it could also count as the tourist motto for both New Mexico and Louisiana. <laughs> Jesus, true. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, well, we started off, we started off May um, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, what's our, uh, what have we, what's our latest, what's the damage this week? Uh, so this week, um, Josh for Congress, uh, an account that, that came up in, in like jokes uh, in the past couple episodes of just like, you know, little throwaway things of like, oh, yeah, that fucking guy. He's on Twitter, isn't he? Um, yeah. Just actually like disappeared off Twitter for a fucking whole day. And then like Josh took like a, he took a hiatus from Twitter. He, he deactivated his account because yeah. he needed to to file that week and he had meetings and uh, you know you can only file. There's only like one week open where you can file in Washington State. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, well, that explains that. Really disenfranchising yeah, so, to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and he was also he's a member of the Rose Caucus, um, who we are aware of and have touted some stuff for. Rose Caucus also uh, helped work with Rent Strike 2020 and made that a reality. That's pretty. For a lot of people in the country. Rad. Yeah. Yeah, but so so he he ended up running instead of as a Democrat. He's running as he created a new party and he's running as an essential workers party. Fuck yeah. So yep. Yeah. Glad glad that glad that there was a lot of run up to that and it wasn't kind of a fucking Oh shit! I just realized I have homework. It's it's you know eleven o'clock at night. Let's let's really bang this. <laughs> yeah, out. I mean, a lot of people are giving him shit for doing this. It it really does seem like a lot of like younger people who are giving him shit for it who don't really understand how voting works. Like they wanted him to run as a Democrat, and I understand like their ideas. Like, oh, this is a two party system. We need to have this, but he's running for Congress, and it's not as if like you know. America's most popular senator is not a third party already. Like Bernie Sanders has always been mm-hmm. a third party. And so I I honestly don't think that running third party is at all a big deal. It's not like you you can vote for whoever you want to in a congressional run. Like they don't have to be a member of your party or not. And like hey, maybe this means that we'll get stronger like leftist third parties and 
you know, in Congress, which where it's arguably more important to have them than as the president. <laughs> now, also Washington, uh, not exactly a you know Republican slash uh, Democrat stronghold, right? You know, plenty of plenty of reason to have someone that is you know pretty popular and is seems to be making uh you know making headway in their state to run in, on a third party platform to help keep pushing the envelope because that's what that's what runs for congress are they're pushing the envelope it's not i mean it is a, you know about winning somewhat but it, we we still benefit whether or not you know we still benefit if we win or if we just push the envelope there's no there's no losing here I really appreciate how optimistic y'all are about things. So, <laughs> I mean, I think it's very cool. It's adorable. It's cute. I, I'm so jaded at this point that I'm not going to outright, you know, start burning down bridges and saying that he's a grifter. But if he was a grifter, every single thing that he has done is what a grifter would do. And so I think the people who do kind of have the hairs on the back of their neck up have every reason to be thinking a little about that. Now, skeptical I would say, yeah i would say of course don't you know start bashing the guy don't start you know calling him out and saying like this is obviously what you've done here here's my list of accusations that i can't back up <laughs> but i would say that if someone is deciding to run on something and create a new party and they're part of a, a coalition of sorts. And if you were wondering about, is this a way to then launder and wash certain amounts of bills that we've you know talked about Republicans doing before, and this could be happening on the smaller scale. I mean, fine, go ahead and think that way. Uh, it's also, I think personally, a-okay to start pointing out how a website that has $50 flags but no actual platform listed at the time is just a, a, a weird launch perhaps strategy. A grift. Perhaps a grift. Yeah. Again, not, not saying that it is a grift, just saying that if he was running a grift, this would exactly <laughs> look how to like do it. what yeah. it is. And so I don't quite know when he's going to break out <laughs> of the mold. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I also don't know what would then authenticate him to the people who doubt or what would make people think for sure that he's running a grift to the people who think that he's not. So uh, let, let's just hope he wins, I guess. Yeah, yeah I would I would counter that by saying like, hey, everybody who's out here critiquing him for, um, you know, not running in a way that will help him get into office and throwing away a congressional run and people's, you know, hard earned money that they've given to him. Um, that there are a bunch of fucking liberals and they complain all the time that he doesn't talk about theory when he posts plenty of stuff about, uh, about Marx online. Specifically how he'll finally read him, right? It, it, yeah. If, if maybe, if maybe you don't follow him or you don't like that all he does is Mark's post, then maybe you are not, you don't have the same goals, um, in getting someone elected that, uh, that people that would support him do so uh exactly i mean uh, if you're not a constituent in the washington state district it ultimately doesn't matter exactly if none of the people in his district like him um and then he absolutely falls on his face and then people you know start leaking out stuff afterwards 
there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, Twitter drama on that. And I think it'd be a good idea for everyone to log off for about 72 hours because that's going to get days. very ugly. Can't wait yeah, for Meltdown yeah, in well. June. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good shit. I mean, uh, really, really, my take on it is if if you want to just, you know, uh, run and not win, just register as a Democrat. I mean, fucking, you know, there you go. <laughs> if that if, you, if your if your goal is not to win, then, you know, that's 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 the party for you. Yeah, I I, uh, I can see how people might find there to be red flags. But at the same time, people are kind of comparing this to like, you know, DNC backed uh, congressional runs and things. So, you know, people actually having money and time and uh resources to of, to build yeah, websites Weinstein to, dollars yeah <laughs> literal Weinstein dollars uh you know there is like sure like one can maintain their suspicion but i also think that um uh, like like what zach was saying is that a lot of these people are like liberals who are complaining about things and if you were if you're really hurt by this you can one unfollow him and two ask for a refund that's like it's fully viable for you to ask for a refund because you're afraid that his donations are not or the donations that you gave to him are not being used properly like it's perfectly fine this system is like set up for people to like literally vote with their dollars if they wanted to so you could yeah. you could do that however dennis uh how am i supposed to refund all the twitter clout that i gave him uh by uh liking <laughs> oh, and uh, no. all that, that his posts that you just have to fall on your sword sorry uh. <laughs> Yet again, yet again, Time hoist by my account. own posting petard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing that really is going to do some damage is if him and like his nine alts get banned from the Chapo. <laughs> that's, that's really going to be the thing that hurts his outreach the most. <sighs> well, <laughs> the Chapo subreddit is is the is where uh, you know leftists where true leftists are made. Yes, um, yeah. For I mean, the it's fires. where he got made at least. So yeah. I mean, it's Christ, uh, you know, and and uh, there's nobody, nobody who is more on on the forefront of being made by the Chapo subreddit than Amber Frost. Oh God, maids, Christ maids a word. God. Maids <laughs> a word for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she she writes. She's like a journalist yeah, she, type, she, right? She is. Women be writing. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do be writing. <laughs> Fucking, I was going to say the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Amber wrote this, like, honestly, screed, like, there's no other way to put it, about not wearing a mask and how it, uh, like, it upsets her and things like that. Well, the the title of the article is, I'm not wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, like, Like, that's the very, like, clickbaity title. Right. That lures everyone in. In conclusion, not wearing a mask is a land of contrasts. Right, like that's 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 about the fucking level of it. To be fair, she Ugh. is wearing a mask. Although, like for someone who is like quite the misanthrope, she said that she misses seeing people's faces. And yes, I have also written many many paragraphs while coming off of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like it really does seem like she might have been under the influence of a little something while writing this, because there are so many paragraphs of literally saying the same thing over and over again to the point where you could just sort of read the last paragraph. Like I, I am a fan of Amber. I think her writing is really good, but I do think that this is a miss for me. And I do think she might've been on something while writing it. She's or, and it could have just been like anger and like, like, you know, being upset over like whatever, 
she is a very imagine fucking carrying. I mean, about you know, things. Gwen Snyder really got yeah. to her. Oh no. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's just it's just she doesn't really say anything. She goes on like tangents about like consumerism and then tangents about like brands selling us their branded masks and like how how you know um how the left are emotional terrorists who take us hostage. Yeah. Uh that's a thing it, she said. It, Love that. It went on a and the mask she's actually talking about is capitalism. Whoa. She's actually wearing her real mask. But she doesn't like the consumerism around it, man. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with the society. What? <laughs> yeah. I just wish yeah. that she could just take this whole thing and boil it down to a tweet and that we could then yell at her about how good or bad she would the tweet have to be is. on Twitter first. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean she's like that's that's she, all that this is. Like just yeah, literally the the real mask is capitalism. Send tweet. That's it. Yeah, Just it's it's <laughs> it's not her best work. Um, <laughs> as someone who is like usually a fan of her work, even like stuff that I disagree with her on, um, her writing is usually very good. This was terrible. Sorry, sorry, Amber. This was a bad little uh like rant. Sorry, sweaty. Sorry, sweaty. You like were just ranting. Yeah. And it wasn't good. It's it's as good as like a white woman's medium article, honestly. <laughs> Because it is a white woman's medium. Yeah, except it's on a site called Damaged, or just Damaged. Which, wow, oh boy. Yeah, just carve that into your forehead while you're at it. <laughs> God. Jesus. Just, it's so bad. I, I mean, I don't think we should probably talk about it too much more, because I think that would be us putting more thought into it than she did, so. <laughs> oh, true. I mean, let's at All least, right. like, rip some fat fucking bumps first. Like, let's fucking, <laughs> let's get this going, boys. Thank you, Bo. I'm glad that Someone on this, on this mm-hmm. podcast is here to empathize with with the women who we are, you know, mostly just uh, critiquing, mm-hmm. um, and we're emotionally terrorizing them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the closest I have to a real life white women extinction button, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna do what I can. I guess if we're doing everything that we can, then we need to also be uh, critiquing Bernie this week for not voting against the. Uh, the legislation that came through yeah. mm-hmm. that allowed yeah, the is, FBI to look at our pep browser pep history canceled? without. Is Pep Pep the actual Pep Pep that we thought he was? I think is a legitimate question that people should be asking themselves. Right. Because, I mean, the image of Bernie Sanders is like, oh, he actually is this Marxist who's he's hiding his power levels. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking stupid if you actually thought that. Or rather, let me clarify, if you still think that. Yeah. That is you just buying into like some weird propaganda, some labor wave poster you saw and thought was really cool. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beforehand, it's, it's gullible to a point that's like, you know, forgivable. Like, you know, fucking God forbid you have hopes and dreams, right? um well, but yeah, like don't. at at this don't yeah it's 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 a bad idea too but at this point it's like i mean he's just another fucking dude well like the thing it's, is it's like disappointing I, I think it is true that people get more conservative as they age and i think that's very true of sanders too he was certainly much more radical in the past than he was now i i think that there was maybe well and times have cut up with him a right. little bit and too. i i i think that things like the way that this vote went though were a little scheming Though McConnell did not allow for there to be a, you know, uh, an in absentia vote, like you did have to actually be there physically. And Bernie is a very old man uh, who is probably very fearful of his health. And I would be, too, if I was, you know, 
an old man. 80, whatever, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then who knows whether or not this would have gotten through had he voted or not. But the the fact of the matter is, is that, like, yes, there is enough, there's more, like, this, this is just one more extra thing to pile on to Bernie for critique. Yeah. Because he's, he, and, like, I think we're being honest here. I don't think any of us have ever said that he was the perfect candidate. Uh, and, like we've said, you're kind of foolish to think that he was the perfect candidate. But he was the best one that we could have and i still i still don't think that like like this this is not like a great thing <laughs> that happened because of him but i'm not like super angry about it i do fucking feel... string him up in the streets or something yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like no, this sort uh, of thing would have happened regardless i mean like the the patriot the patriot act allowed so much more uh you know spying on us <laughs> for the past like yeah. 20 or so years now anyway the patriarchy quick, yeah <laughs> the patriarchy quick, quick point of order yeah. though um i i did say he was the perfect candidate um right after i saw that uh shirtless uh, soviet union uh singing video oh. um but that was that was it yeah because oh. i mean that's that is well that's that just... is some advanced fucking mm-hmm. cool cool guy shit well, right there and that's also just your daddy issues manifesting themselves <laughs> i mean like i i want to be him i want to be in him in that video it's it's a it's a it's a lot of feelings there <laughs> you want to be the borscht yeah. that he's eating I, I, exactly yeah slurp me up bernie like i'm just i'm just curious about why why you know we have to have a vote in the senate to you know for the fbi to be allowed to collect our browser history um, or rather, for you know, to not go forward with protections for our browser history and such during FBI FBI investigations. I mean, like they're gonna fucking do it anyway. We could just, yeah, like like the NSA could basically just do that, or they could just do like China has and use Apple Terms of Service and make an app that everybody uses and then collect it that way. Say, I don't know, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, or I mean, Instagram is Facebook, so Facebook or Twitter, basically. Uh, you know, and just bypass protections of that because Apple and and the Google Store allows you to. Yeah, yeah. So a thing to think about when you're laughing at that TikTok that China, uh, can see what you're doing. The that Marxist state, those darn communists. President Z, please, uh, please come liberate us. We're we're suffering over here. We're not we're not having a fun time. Come pick us up. <laughs> we're suffering. We we we're, we're birthing this is the the birth pains of the world's first trillionaire. Yeah, I, I, I'm a full on dungus now at this point. Like it's like just fucking come help out, please. Going by all those articles that say like we would do shit in an actual like you know ground war or a you know sea war or fucking any any sort of actual combat engagement like with a you know equally matched uh world power, like just just just. Pull the fucking trigger, please, please, just do it. We had uh, a good run, I think, the, as a country. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> we did have a good run. It's time to to put us down like dogs, uh, yep. much like much like Bolsonaro is doing to just Brazil. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, no, I think uh, so. As uh, as as I saw this fucking uh, article in the docket, all I could think was like, if uh, Brazil's emerging as the new global coronavirus hotspot, like. I think I think Brazil's gonna fill our shoes as like the dumb guy country, because like we're gonna fucking like off ourselves that we're you know gonna gonna stick the proverbial fork in the uh, electrical socket, and Brazil's yeah. just gonna keep chugging along in a Homer Simpsonian kind of uh, idiocy that I think is uh, is gonna keep them going for you know another good fifty years or so. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> God, I mean, is that is that why we brought Bolsonaro here? Trump was like, "Here, we'll just we'll infect you so that you'll be fine. We'll give you some, 
chloroquine or whatever to you know help you recover from it and then you can take it back with you and then uh also we don't want to look that bad so uh you know sacrifice 30 percent of your population or whatever and then we'll you know we'll we'll help you afterwards right yeah i um yeah the, brazil's uh brazil was like quick on its way to become a global superpower and you know what they will be in some other way <laughs> with the <laughs> yeah they're, they're number one in a sense mm-hmm. yeah right i mean yeah we uh because there's like so much like red scare against china um you know we were blaming china for like you know chinese new year and all of this for helping to spread the virus fully not um taking into account that uh brazil had not closed its borders and uh during carnival and carnival went along just like normal uh and like bolsonaro has been you might even say it was a carnival of dunces <laughs> one might (laughs) but uh bolsonaro also has been like seen on camera like just hacking up lungs just like looking like the most dead like 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 those fucking pictures of him where he looks like he's just like actively dying are so just so fucking satisfying right but he looks like he looks like a resident evil character like shortly before (laughs) they transform Like, it really is just, like, sickening to see him, like, get, like, clearly more and more ill. But Brazil, Brazil's had, like, a, a very long and troubled history, uh, in particular with, um, you know, government suppression of news. Um, if, if you want to, like, learn more about this, I'd really suggest uh, watching anything that uh, Michael Brooks has done uh, with, um, uh, you know... Uh, with his uh, sort of reporting on uh, on Brazil, uh, Bolsonaro and uh, uh, Lula, uh, very like very very thorough, and also like because we 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 conveniently ignore Brazil a lot in the United States when it is like it has a huge population, it has a huge economy, they they really were kind of very quickly becoming a world superpower because of their economic status, and um, you know it's something that we let slip under the radar and they oops uh elected a fascist as their president mm. um, crazy how that that, that happens mm-hmm. a lot of u.s backing with that fascist president too mm. <laughs> interesting but um so i i guess this is just sort of like a a call to be aware of like the the world around you because uh, weirdly enough news happens outside of the united states who knew yeah <laughs> yeah well and Everything guess, is always happening everywhere, and it fucking sucks. It, yeah, something that isn't also isn't just happening here. Uh, hospitals, uh, we've had such a decline in elective surgeries that hospitals are having to lay off staff and close. Mm-hmm. That's not just here, though. Yeah, that's also happening in good old England. Pip, pip. Yeah, NHS, woohoo. Mm-hmm. And that's because hospitals are funded mostly by elective surgery, surgeries, actually, and not providing healthcare services to citizens. <laughs> right. I mean That's so fucked. I I'm not too aware of what like the NHS de- uh like designates an elective surgery or not, but like elective surgeries here in the United States include things from like as, you know, innocuous as like bunion surgery to something like cataract surgery, you know, so you could see. <laughs> So Yeah, you know, that elective thing where it's like, nah, I'm just not going to fucking see this year. It's fine. <laughs> what if I wanted to become a lumberjack? 
just get Paul Bunyan surgery. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good news that that all of these all of these all of our hospitals that that we need for um, you know effective healthcare in the U.S. Uh, were for some reason relying you know only on these elective surgeries and not on treating people that need treatment. I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe there's enough people that need basic healthcare services that if we just took all of them and funded hospitals to give them that service that we would have both uh, enough patients and uh you know enough hospitals for that. Maybe if we just like changed the way that we structured our 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 healthcare here in the US. Now, Zach, that sounds like you're nationalizing this this whole healthcare thing. <laughs> uh, see, I'm not necessarily nationalizing the healthcare. I'm just changing the way that the insurance companies function by nuclearizing our the the people against the insurance companies. And by nuclearizing, I mean giving them nuclear weapons uh-huh. to take down insurance companies. Someone I, I take down that. flow. Someone please <laughs> take down flow. God, I love how you all say insurance. 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 Yeah, you you put it uh, an emphasis on the I. The insurance. I, uh, insurance. That's how you all Southerners say it. it's it's lovely. I love it. <laughs> well, how you all Southerners say it. Yep. How you Southern Jesus. folks. All of yous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing the Italian voice again, Dennis. <laughs> That's great. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. But hey, coronavirus yeah, is. Fuck? Coronavirus has been uh, nuclear bombing the suicide rates in Japan. Sorry, nuclear. Nu- nuclear. Nuclear bombing. The- nuclear. Yeah. Nuclear. I mean, that's one weird positive thing about this um, is, yeah, Jap- Japanese suicide rates have been dropping, and it's been um, presumed because, like, there's less work stress. Um Japan. Also, you get to spend time with your family. Yeah. Also, yeah. you don't have to get on the train at 5 a.m. every day and get packed yeah, to in go to your sardines. shitty fucking job. Yeah. Japan. Yeah. Japan has this uh, interesting uh, little phenomenon that's only found in Japan, China, and Korea, and it's called karoshi, which um, I don't know the exact translation of, but it is uh, workplace suicides. So um, this is when like people will like fully just like you know pour the the hot water on their faces or like jump out of the building windows and stuff because they're too overworked. Um, a similar thing happening to uh, students is uh, hikikomori, which causes them to be shut-ins. Uh, this happens to workers too, but um, there is because of the huge amounts of pressure that uh, are put upon Japanese people. Uh, I took a, I took a modern Japanese culture class uh, as part of my BA and um, I uh, the book was saying that there was a lot less stress on Japanese people, and this was like written back in 2015. And then I asked my cousin, who is Japanese and like taught English in Japan, and I was like, "How would you say it is?" And he's like, "No, people are still highly overworked here." There's like, <laughs> he's like, "This is incorrect information." Yeah, I was gonna say, what got better? What got better since uh, you know, fucking mm-hmm. like not even that long ago that like, right? I, oh yeah, Jap- Japan got rid of its uh, hypercapitalist uh, work culture and fucking you know, yeah, they just like, installed nets. Got mm-hmm. a lot more chilled out. Yeah, like fucking the, Jesus. The thing is, like, so in Japan, it's interesting because like 
I would say that America is also extremely overworked and overstressed. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, Japan has very much modeled a lot of its economics off of the United States, thanks to, uh, you know, us writing them a constitution and everything. Taking them over, <laughs> essentially, yeah. So Writing them a constitution. I mean, we did write the constitution for them. It's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> Ghostwriters USA. Yeah. So it's interesting that, like, just the, the, the large cultural differences between us, though, has led to this, whereas, like, Americans, uh, you know, beat their wives and, you know... Uh, kill their kids whereas Japanese people will like quietly go into a forest and hang themselves or like jump off the building that they work at like to be fair Americans will then also film people that then mm. go into a forest <laughs> and hang themselves yeah so. yeah it's 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 a full ecosystem mm-hmm. of, always uh, be monetizing just... uh, yeah exactly <laughs> be sure to like comment and subscribe as I uh, desecrate these people's uh, you know sad sad escapes from the world right is it Jesus is it I mean, this is like a, I, I think in the end, this is a net positive. Like Japan is going to directly go back to its normal ways that it just how the United States is going to go back to its normal ways. Things are not going to change, unfortunately, especially with Abe as their prime minister. He's extremely conservative to the point where he's almost a nationalist. Um, and Isn't all of Japan extremely conservative and they lean that way because of how, uh, how much older their average... Um, citizen is in general that it's a little weird uh J- japanese politics is very strange where um even the younger folks are like either jaded by politics or they they do kind of just run with the liberal democratic party which is the the, the party that is in power and has always been in power since the writing oh, yeah, of the constitution mm-hmm. um however yes, they're normal. good there are also like weird other uh japanese political parties like sokagakai which are like religious parties um, and they're like very main, like very like hardline conservative Buddhist parties. The only they're like only like a handful of actual Japanese parties that are like centrist in big old quotes or leftist. Um, there is a Democratic Socialist Party, and then there is of course the Japanese Communist Party, party which is the longest running uh, communist party and also the largest uh, communist party uh that is not in power anywhere and they they do uh get a couple of seats every once in a while uh they they've always been in the diet which is their version of the congress um and they have a very big stronghold on all the unions in Japan and uh that is one thing that is not uh that the liberal democrats have not been able to take away is like they're uh like there have been like union bust- busting efforts but um both the uh, teachers union and various other like labor unions are very much uh, supported by the Japanese communist party. So there is at least like, you know, uh, some sort of left wing influence. Some inkling of hope uh, Mm -hmm. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. They always have like one or two seats in the diet, which is good. And they also get rural um, votes a lot. Um, However, Abe has been able to, uh, put into his uh, party's uh, uh, statements that uh, they're going to be doing a lot of the same like social safety net stuff that the communist party has been saying that they would do. So it's making a lot of the things that the communist party has been promising indistinguishable other than things that people are not very happy about, like, you know, gender equality rights and LGBT <clears throat> hey, rights. Hey, another thing that they got ghostwritten by America, the liberals moving just far enough left to implement the communist uh, 
policies positions because that way you take power away from the communists by just doing what they said and being like, see, why do we need to elect you? Exactly. When the people in power will do yeah. it. The real and then when nobody's looking, you fucking just re-austerity them and fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's it's a beautiful cycle. Yeah, and the communists yep. are too busy, you know, wanting to support people like women and uh, queer minorities and the racial minorities in Japan that uh, the mainstream are sort of like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's a beautiful blueprint, uh, and it happens in every fucking... I mean, you know, did did y'all see the whole thing about uh, labor getting internally dicked over in Britain by their, like, by the right wing of their own party, essentially? Yeah. God, that's so fucking just... What what an amazing gambit. Like, the the British have it down to such a science that they don't even have to have, like, an outside, you know, centrist uh, liberal party to do it for them like they just do it themselves it's it's really that was the, really the, great. the the famous labor leak right mm-hmm. uh yes yeah. yeah and that was all thanks to like uh you know all the the very right-leaning labor movement that started with uh tony blair back in the 90s yeah the fucking <sighs> yeah that's great our taunty baby well Love that taunty um <laughs> uh, i mean at least at least here in the u.s um you know hopefully they'll take after uh, some of the things that we have been doing good for social distancing, such as using blow-up dolls to ensure social distancing in restaurants. God I love bless this. America. <laughs> you know, if uh, nothing else, if it, in the fucking history books, when we you know collapse in about, I mean, five to fifty years, like we will, we will have this upon our tombstone. Like, look upon my works, ye mighty. This is basically how Fallout happens, right? Like, didn't they have Absolutely. a bunch of mannequins all over, and it's just like, this is this is what it was from? Absolutely, yeah. So essentially, restaurants are um, seating mannequins and uh, <laughs> blow up sex dolls at restaurants uh, at their fucking tables to uh, ensure that you know uh, it looks like a regular, very normal restaurant with very normal people in it. Uh, this this one in South Carolina. Um, this uh, other one in fucking uh, open- yeah, and uh, Virginia. <laughs> it is a Virginia. the inn at okay. Little Washington in Virginia. It's a three Michelin starred restaurant, and Gosh. they they don't have blow up sex dolls. They have like a full set of mannequins. <laughs> I don't know where they rented all the clothing from, but they have them in like old timey clothing. It's uh oh, they definitely just had that in the closet somewhere. Yeah, it, no, it it looks very uh. Like by the by the look of the clothing, it's very much a um like you know, daughters of Confederate veterans LARP uh kind of <laughs> the vibe I get. I don't know about y'all, mm-hmm. but that's that's what it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. They're they're still and, making the servers go table to table and ask them for their orders and, and refill their drinks. Absolutely, oh, yeah. And uh that that itself requires hazard pay because like if that is not detrimental to my mental health, I don't know what is. The owner oh, is just sitting in yeah. the back watching the cameras, just like slowly jacking, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> just, just slow edging jacking. himself. Well, okay, so just all night long. So here's an interesting thing: um, the if if someone is doing that, God, I hate that this is this is the term for it. But if someone is into that, that is technically pedophilia, because oh what? yeah, because pedophobia pedophobia on. is the fear of kids, mannequins, and dolls, but pedophilia is the uh, attraction of kids, mannequins, and dolls. What sort of like well, the more you group know. together dying labor union 
philosophy is no no like kids mannequins and dolls industrial workers hey blame blame the greeks like what the fuck blame the greeks it was all i I will for for a lot more than that i mean it's all their stupid language yeah they coined the term after they you know termed the coins so to speak so that that sure is a brutal got this guy with a kid a mannequin and a doll three equally (laughs) disgusting Uh, that was that was their attempt to to like normalize pedophilia before we caught on that it was about kids. They're like, yeah, it's about mannequins and dolls and kids. What was that last hey, what one? Was what was that? Yeah. Last one? What'd you say? Uh, yeah, it's mannequins and dolls and kids. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're you're mumbling the last part again. What, what what were you saying? I'm I'm saying that we really want to normalize this very normal thing that everybody does, where they have you know a partner and they need a partner. Um, you know, they could be incel or volcel, and we provide them with mannequins and dolls or a child. Just, just take a seat here, sir. Just please take a seat. <laughs> you know, you know why you're here today. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just a um, dude in like a fucking toga and laurels and everything. No, uh, it's the it's the it's the Facebook guy from last episode. Yeah, yeah. Found his calling, and, he, oh, and he's got no. you know no. the condoms and the cookies and the pizza. Mm-hmm. I guess because <laughs> because of the um because of the implications behind the term. People who are both fearful and people who are um, philic of uh, mannequins and dolls have also changed have changed the term to autom- uh, automatonophobia or automatonophilia. That just scared of robots. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's robots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's absolutely just robots. We're you're like two little electric motors away from motorizing your your mannequin, and then you're just like one one like generic uh blowjob machine away from turning it into a sex mannequin so. and then you dress it up and it's in its fucking antebellum you know ball ballroom gown mm-hmm. and you open a restaurant in virginia and fucking watch the money roll in yeah and then you know uh you statistically take it home and then uh domestically abuse it yep yeah. that's, or, that's what they do in old virginia yeah, or uh, in Australia. Well, in Japan, they actually just kill themselves in front of the. Sex. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's really different. Oh, uh, no. And in in Australia, you uh, you take it out to the highway and you and you shoot it and then you throw brain matter on it. This you cover uh, it in animal blood and got, yeah. L- let's talk more about this story because this there's, one there's just shook me to my core. Like I was like, what the <laughs> fuck. Yeah, the police in Australia responded to reports of what appeared to be a dead body wrapped in a blanket at about 7 a.m. They established a perimeter, closed the highway, and uh, and then a f- after a few hours of examination, the body was revealed to be a highly realistic sex doll. It took hours. I need to emphasize that. I want to know how somehow. realistic. Like, they started pulling organs out and were like, huh, I mean, the liver looks fine. Huh, the small intestines don't appear to have any damage. Damn, that's some like Wow. That that's the <laughs> No, these are definitely human. Um but the body itself is not a real person. <laughs> so we, we uh we have some much larger questions. The, the thing with though. Australian cops is uh one in four is actually just a kangaroo in an outfit for <laughs> comedy reasons. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's it it's going to it's going to hold back process just a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> Just the kangaroo cop TV show is something I could get behind with the Australian accent. I would absolutely watch the Just fuck like, out of that. We're on the case. We found him. We know who the murderer is. Yep, this case is in the bag. <laughs> Just... Book him, Joey. Book him, Joey. <laughs> also, uh, quick quick uh, aside. Uh, 
Fucking... Uh, did you know in Australia, Jack is slang for police officer? So kangaroo oh, well, Jack is actually a police officer. There you go. There we fucking go. <laughs> uh, Reno 911's on Quibi, and that, that hurts my heart. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Reno 911 just exists yeah. in my mind now. Like, just playback. We have only dedicated, like, three episodes on Patreon to Quibi. <laughs> Shitting on Quibi, yeah. <laughs> Uh, or as it's known there, like 19 Quibi length. <laughs> so, one Quibi season. Yeah. No, dude, they told us we got to get the branding right. They're just called Quibbies. Jesus. Uh, I, I, my, I, I bet, I bet that this is actually, you know, a coronavirus related incident in that, you know, there's somebody out there who really, um, needs to murder people, but since they were afraid of being exposed to the coronavirus, they had to order a whole sex doll and then do the whole thing, throwing the body out, uh, you know, just to just to get their fix. Yeah, a very health conscious serial yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the fucking uh, bad guy from Blue Velvet, you know, uh, the fucking Dennis Hopper guy. But <laughs> instead of huffing gas and uh, just being a fucking monster, he, uh, you know, he he does it all very. He he puts on his mask and then then huffs gas through that, and it's. It's all very safe and, and uh, hygienic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how that's, by the way, your, like, super timely reference. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah fucking Blue Velvet is, uh, is, is, is timeless, I, I should say, because it allows me to view Dennis Hopper uh, as both, uh, I think, Frank. I, I, I don't know. I don't watch movies. Um, <laughs> and also Bowser from the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie. God damn it. <laughs> He's the same character in both. Fucking watch the DVD commentary. <laughs> <laughs> That seems like something that you're going to just be having to convince the guards at your psychiatric. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. see, that's the thing. Nobody's going to fucking track down and watch the DVD commentary of the goddamn Mario movie. So I can't be proven wrong. It's a perfect crime. I'm there you go. Uh, perfect. <laughs> well, uh, if you've made it this far, you're a true comrade. And we want to thank you for sticking around. As long as nobody else has anything else to add, then I will continue with this dialogue. Um, no, uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Then we would like to shout out all of our patrons, especially Scott for contributing to our dialectical tier, and Spencer, Ali, David, Adelaide, and Drayton for contributing to our Devil's Advocate tier. I made it through that whole thing without stuttering. Y'all help keep our show plugging along, and we want to extend uh, our thanks to you. And we also want to hear how you liked our latest Patreon-exclusive episode, Monopolyamory. 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 There, there you go. go. Another another good Greek word. <laughs> um so uh uh yeah, let us know what you thought of that and uh and I guess we will move into our game this week. So, in a uh headline chasing game, uh it's time to play create a political party. Uh the the object is of any create a blank is simple of where uh, we just have several questions lined up and each of us have answers that we roll through. So less of a game and more, I guess, of us just kind of filling out a form, but uh, relying on our narcissistic personalities <clears throat> to believe that people actually still care enough about this to still be listening. So it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's, it's narcissism <laughs> and filling out forms. <laughs> There's, thank God, less uh, math involved. Yeah, so. yeah. I think, None of us can fucking I do think math. We, uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're all safe. yeah. So we'll go ahead and and we'll go and kind of go through the different aspects of each party that we've created. 
Um, and hopefully you laugh or at least don't turn off the podcast. <laughs> Stuff on MySpace back when we did bulletins. <laughs> oh, God. Dennis, I love you. You well, are so you know old. What? I'm so old, folks. I'm so old. <laughs> that is exactly what they say what we are. Um, we are the MySpace of uh, leftist <laughs> podcasts, I guess. Um, we're trying to occupy our own space, and this is where we this found is my space. Actually, comrade, it's um, our space. God damn it. All right. <laughs> let's move on. Create, this, create these political yeah, parties. Yeah, so... Yeah, we we, we uh, each made our own political party, of course. So let's go ahead and go around the table here. What is the name of your political party? Uh, mine is called the Second Glorious Pivot. Uh, mine is the Butt Pirate Party. Uh, mine is the Balanced Party. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I decided that I'm going to go with Rhino Party. Mm. Okay. Uh, All right. And that's... Like the animal. Like the animal. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, As opposed to the other thing. To, to help. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, it's uh, so so many things can be that, but uh, to help shed a little bit of light, we have to also give some clarity. So, what is your political party's motto? Uh, we are always wheeling and dealing. Uh, we at the Butt Pirate Party like big butts and haven't really thought about anything much farther than that. <laughs> well, uh, at the Balanced Party, we are constantly LFG. And that is Liberté, Fraternité, Gay Merité. <laughs> that almost sounds like you're in support of gay marriage. Yeah, no, they are absolutely <laughs> so not in support of gay both. marriage. The, the, the <laughs> young men in this, in this political party are, oh, they are, uh, they have opinions. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it shortly. Um, well, the, uh, the Rhino Party, their motto is no policies, no promises, no disappointment. <laughs> So uh, the the no is capitalized. Ah, uh, I see. For anyone listening at home, so that's a that's a lot of uh, what kind of what they got going on. They felt really proud of themselves for that. <laughs> a bit like but, uh, the uh, the cuck party in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> just just did not think that the... through. <laughs> uh, so uh, now though, let's dive in a little bit. What are the origins of your political party? Um, well, the second glorious pivot, uh, you know, started really back in the day when I, the founder, busted my ankle during the big game, um, (laughs) completely busted, just torn to pieces, shredded. Uh, we definitely lost the game because I wasn't able to play. It was a star player. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I took some hydrocodone and really had a great night thinking about what I believed in while looking at the stars. And that's, that's the, the origins of... (laughs) Of our wheeling and dealing. <laughs> For the record, uh, too, it was the uh, it was the Dallas Stars. You were watching hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So everyone in the uh, <laughs> the Butt Pirate Party's uh, origins come from everyone's uh, everyone's and like pop culture's fascination with asses around the mid two thousand tens, which is culminated and cool is the French mm. way to say ass. Damn it. In a new wow, way that was, of that was, Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I really hope you uh you lubed up for that stretch. <laughs> you know I have though. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh culminated in a new way of governing. How I have no idea, but it's kind of like a club though. We all just like butts. Nice. Yeah. Uh so so mine is essentially cool um, you know, all the uh 
So, you know how, like, there's a lot of, like, Gamergate runoff in terms of, like, dudes who absolutely totally are, like, no, we're, we're just going full on, like, yeah, it's about, it's about minorities. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the guys who are the diehards, right, who are still, like, no, it's absolutely about minorities, but it's also just as much about video games and how, um, you know, if your protagonist, uh, you know, is any sort of, uh, you know, female or minority or whatever, even if they have, like, you know, any hair color other than... I mean, basically, if they look other like than a uh, mid like two thousands third person shooter, uh, mostly bald white guy, they're gonna be they're gonna be mad about it, and that's kind of the the issue they've they've coagulated around. Coagulated, like yeah. It. There's some uh, Anita yeah. Sarkeesian stuff in there too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelton, what about the origins of the uh, Rhino Party? Ah, well, uh, the Rhino Party had its start originally as a uh, podcast. Then when the podcast went on tour, it got people to uh, register as members of said political party uh, in exchange for a 20% discount at the door and then an automatic level up in their Patreon rewards. (laughs) They were just such a successful podcast going all around the nation, then also doing like a European tour and everything else that they really drummed up a lot of uh support just around the globe yeah kelton you said uh you said all the stuff about their uh their their grift kind of they had going um earlier uh and then you said they're a successful podcast so i was gonna ask if you were foreshadowing something about us but i'm glad you clarified that (laughs) that couldn't be us by any means It's important, but um, the more important, I guess, than than anything else or a key element to any successful grift or any campaign is to figure out what your key demographics are. So what key demographics is your party trying to corner? Um, the uh, the second glorious pivot um, does not believe in demographics, uh, you know, the demographics of oh, of, of, of wow. regular normies wow. get this madman out of here wow <laughs> that uh that are running in politics today we just want to you know reach out to regular people who don't think that politics cares about them and that's uh that's really what we're you know what we're trying to what we're who we're trying to reach mm-hmm. okay so at the butt pirate party it's our demo is anyone who likes butts which is ideally everyone but uh if you are a big titty guy gal or non-binary pal we don't want you. Nope. So, so what you're saying is they're mm. they're kind of uh, saying they're like a common sense party. Yeah. And common sense is just loving loving fat asses. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, sign my card right fucking now. Like I am, I am ready to to join the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very curious though how that's gonna work like with the gamer coalition. So that's they the seem thing. to like get so mad like if the tits get like even two percent shrinkage yeah yeah no it's 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 really um that's kind of uh one of the big issues for uh our demographics is skyrim modders uh it's a big tent of of dudes who just if if it's not an elf with big swinging tits why play the game um you know uh but ideally as the balanced party we have an equal measure of dps tanks and healers uh you know shut up i hate this I mean, well, so, you know, more often than not, it's, it's like, you know, five dudes playing Genji and then, uh, you know, like, that's it. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we have ideals, is what I'm saying. I fucking hate this. It's a stupid show. <laughs> it is pretty awful. Um, now, the uh, Rhino Party 
what they were trying to really ride on the uh, successful wave of and in a weird sense trying to gain credibility was by claiming that they were the next iteration of the youth international movement that occurred during the 60s uh they were also known as the yippies or the groucho marxists <laughs> and uh, I, enough of their members had that as their twitter display handle that it made people think that well this had to be the party for them to join yeah so there you go that's really what they're going for is those incredibly online portmanteau twitter display handle leftists <laughs> nice nice wonderful <laughs> yeah it's 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 it is it is nasty, but um, I mean, unlike some political uh, parties that are currently in existence, uh, our fake parties are going to actually have at least uh, one platform key issue. So, uh, <laughs> what is the one issue that your party is focusing on this election that has attracted national headlines? Um, well, we are are the second glorious pivot. Um, really believes so so firmly so strongly in freedom of religion that we really don't think that we need uh, any other platform that really just speaks for itself. Freedom of religion. Everyone. No question. All righty. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Why so, have we been in the headlines for it? Uh, you'll find out. Oh, oh <laughs> setting something up here, fancy man. Yeah. All right. Quite a tease. Quite a tease. What about you, Okay, Dennis? so we here at the uh, Butt Pirate Party are... Uh, are uh, we're... Our platform is uh, free healthcare and free public education because having a fat ass is actually very bad for your knees over time. So we need to make sure that your knees are healthy so you can go out to school and show everyone your fat ass. Yeah, yeah. What about the liberal reformists who are trying to give halfway measures by just applying knee pads for all? <laughs> <laughs> it's still not enough support. Like... Uh, knee pads are nothing uh for walking you're gonna need extra knee braces knee, knee braces for yeah. All. yeah we we don't want just affordable booty or like access to booty we want national we want a national booty program yeah all right? like uh. yeah <laughs> also being the butt pirates you gotta call it booty yeah i mean, yeah, I mean booty. like government assistance so. <laughs> ah, <laughs> nice uh well um uh really uh really our whole thing is um just just big titties in video games as as i've stated before um a a small but loud contingent of the party is lobbying to make sure that um gone home never comes out it's already released it's a game that exists in the world they're just real mad about it still uh that's about so it really just purge it Big from, big elf titties and books. and purges of uh, of the degenerates is 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 what they're okay. they're very loud about. Yeah, I see. I see. Well, I mean, the Rhino Party, their main key issue is trying to make everything open source and then free to operate under. Uh, but specifically, trying to make sure that podcast editing <laughs> software is free. Uh, that's that's their like major pivot. And also trying to make sure that there's no annoying pop-up windows that you have to sit about five seconds through every time you fire it up. I mean, just let it be free anyway. There's no reason <laughs> to just waste five seconds of your life because you're going to check your phone. And then by the time you're checking your phone, suddenly you're scrolling Twitter. Five minutes has gone by and then you're staring at it. It's just it's just the whole thing. This is both. So the podcasts themselves, are, are those uh, you know free at point of use? Or do you, do you get a fucking stamps.com halfway through? 
Oh no no I mean they're free but it's it's all uh I mean one episode is of course free the other element is uh on their Patreon because mm. uh, I see even I though see they the want grift. everything to be open source and free they still have to find some way to fund their campaign <laughs> um, it's it's not them being hypocritical they're just trying to operate under the capitalist structure you see fair um, enough that's the important thing that they're that they're trying to do. Have you considered instead that they are uh, protesting capitalism and yet they own iPhones? Hmm. Think about that. I, Just do that one around in your head for a little bit. I, I'll uh, I'll try and get back to, uh, with. Consider them. also <laughs> Venezuela. <laughs> so all those Venezuelan iPhones. Just, Think about uh, that one. So, <laughs> well, every party needs support. So, what's uh, some notable supporters or endorsements that your party has? Uh, so some Mitt Romney really came out strong for our party for some reason. He really believes <laughs> in <laughs> our freedom of religion platform. We're not really, we're not really, uh, you know, we totally think, you know, appealing to, you know, very middle of the ground politicians could be a great way to get, uh, you know, to get our message out, to, to reach out to new groups that maybe haven't heard of us before. So, uh. Somehow, you know, got Mitt Romney on board. Great. Just somehow acquired him. I mean, if they, yeah, yeah, just he's there. He signed. <laughs> he's not even denying it. Yeah, it's he, not even Mitt Romney's like weird Twitter alt with six followers. No, like he's go. He, he's doing public appearances for us. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but you know, hey, the pla- the party's growing. That's good. That's all. That's all. That's that all that matters. What about you, Dennis? Okay, so I only had two written down, but I just I just thought of a third one who's perfect. Um, so we have uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, of course. Um, of course. Nicki Minaj, of course. But then of course. the ace up my sleeve is a, a gay porn star by the name of Adam Killian, uh, who has a mm-hmm. very large ass and is perfect for this this group. You might say he's an asset to your uh, to your party. One might say he is an asset. That was such a fucking <laughs> that sucked. So I mean, well, his name is I'm sorry uh, for the for the uh, ignorant masses out there. What's his name again? Adam Killian. It's just his regular name. <laughs> More like killing him. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, Jeez, uh, unsurprisingly, Elon Musk is on board with uh, my my gamer centric party. He. Uh, you know, change his profile pic to a uh, fucking uh, the Deus Ex thing because obviously he didn't fucking understand that game. And nobody, nobody in this Gaius party sex. Yes, it's just right there. Nobody I mean. in this party understands video games either. So uh, it's like it, much like me in uh, in high school, they played Bioshock and came out more libertarian somehow. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's 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 kind of where they're at. Also, uh, they have uh, used dark foul magics to uh, enslave the ghost of Gary Gygax, which is, uh, as far as I know, he was actually a solid dude. So yeah, he actually he was. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah, it's uh, they've they've perverted him into some sort of uh, I don't know anti tabletop yeah, witch or with something. the with the scrying uh, the scrying uh, mirror that they've used. They have a voiceless Gary Gygax, so he's just there looking. St- shocked and scared he wants to rest in his final days uh on the other side yeah. but uh <laughs> you've brought him back for these dark deeds <laughs> i mean normally you know he would never be speaking on behalf of this hate group but he was persuaded when they all rolled natural 20s <laughs> <laughs> so. that's a that's a D reference for you 
Nice. There you go. Good. All right. Yeah. Uh, so well, uh, for for the rhinos, um, in addition to their podcast fans, um, which are just again uh, a horde that they are becoming accountable unto themselves on, <laughs> they also have several huge endorsements from animal rights groups who, for some reason, thought that the rhino party was actually just trying to save the rhinos, <laughs> and so uh, they fanatically just started dressing up and putting rhino masks on and attending these rallies and then becoming radicalized themselves. So it's just Hotline Miami. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Not to, not to show uh, my gamer colors, of course, and, uh, you know, uh, turn the conversation, but... No, it's fine. It's fine. That That is uh, a real vibe unto itself but i mean hotline miami's good. been the vibe since 2016 really is is what about like the that lady that uh that originally that went out to what is it like south africa and was like supposed to be out there shooting poachers is she also endorsing your group oh yeah i mean it's it's just the the full gambit i mean just basically as long as they're part of an organization that purports to be for animals but ends up just doing you know mass euthanization of them um they're all all on board with the right party so wonderful uh, wow Again, just a real mixed bag here. Yeah. As good as social media is for outreach, it can cause some problems. So what huge (laughs) controversy has uh, your party been a part of online and what has the fallout been? Um, So apparently the uh, Second Glorious Pivot Party um, has been pushed uh, by Mormons online. They really love our platform of religious freedom. Um, they really, really lined up behind us. They've been donating to the campaigns uh, for all of our party members. Um, we we were called out online as a weaponized arm of the of the Mormon quote unquote <laughs> financial empire. <laughs> uh, but you know, I I mean, m- maybe if you you know if you look at it that way, maybe that's why Mitt Romney had jumped on board for our party but really uh you know this is america you can't argue against freedom of religion mm-hmm. and uh and you know anybody can donate to us that wants to and you know we're not strong arming these people into donating us to us we're not even uh technically uh you know a part of a part of the mormon church so uh you know it's it's been huge but uh uh you know the fallout really is is mostly online we think we still have, you know, we're still polling well, so. Mm-hmm. Ah, perfect, perfect. And uh, what about you, Tennis? So the controversy of mine has that nudes of mine have leaked, which would or- normally be okay for our party. We're totally okay with that. We want everyone's... With, with like, leaking nudes? Well, no, like... Like they were like consensually out there. Like I'm not. Uh, like if oh, my, okay. If my nudes get leaked, I, I that, they were consensually a... leaked. Yeah. yeah. No. If my nudes get <laughs> yeah. out there, it's like, yep. Well, they were there's... published. Yeah. I think is the yeah. word for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like there's there's my there's my dick and there's my ass. Like, like wow, you found them. Like it probably wasn't that hard. But the thing is, um, the controversy has been that like my ass is like criminally small. It's unfortunate. <gasps> And oh, so no, I've gasp. just been called a I've just been called a faker, and like a weird mm. guy who's into like large asses, which is true, but um, <laughs> like that's not incorrect. Um, but that's been the most controversial thing is that like people have seen my ass and it's really not that much to look at, which is unfortunate. 
heartbreaking really it really is yeah. it's it's very heartbreaking so as far as controversies uh controversies for mine go it, it's it's really just one big controversy is the entire party and it's it's just gamergate 2 um, but the twist is the twist is it's entirely uh digitally uh fucking mediated right so this is all happening it's harassment campaigns it's doxing it's death threats entirely within um mmorpgs so you got you got your world of warcraft classic you got your fucking elder scrolls online you got your fucking uh, I, I love that you your, went your Gaia. I, went, I love that you went with WoW Classic. And Gaia. Oh, absolutely. And Gaia. Yeah. Is there any second life yeah, drama? You know, yeah, people are getting swatted at their player homes. You got, you know, fucking level 70 or whatever the fucking cap is. I don't remember because I'm not a fucking nerd. Uh, guards showing up at their houses. It's it's really... <laughs> it's just a mess. Just, yeah, griefing in second life. It's, it's all griefing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, you, they, they, they took the they took the in Minecraft uh, thing and fucking ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> All Minecraft servers are PvP now. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what about the the Rhino Party, Kelton? What's oh, your uh, um, What's well, your huge controversy? Yeah, uh, the the main controversy with this group, with now having such a diverse coalition behind them is that uh, when it came out that one of the hosts actually suggested adding a no-gluten tier to their original motto statement uh, and pushing for a gluten-free diet, uh, the media got mad and started uh, this whole hashtag of rye, as in rye the bread, uh, and calling it (laughs) rye no party. Oh, no. It just, I mean, like... (laughs) All, all of the fucking sourdough socialists came out of the woodwork. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really the kind of negative press you can't uh, rise after. Fucking, uh, 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 that, that, it was the that, yeast that was... of their concerns, though, considering. Uh, it, uh, fuck. It, it was really a uh, half-baked campaign plan. God damn it, Bo. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. End. We need to stop loafing around on this no, one. <laughs> I'm turning off this. I'm ending this show. What can we do about this? Shut <laughs> up, all of you! Oh, fuck all of you! Uh, there will be no flower at your funeral. Uh, <laughs> that was a stretch. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I really needed to do it, though. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you're on a roll. <laughs> okay, this is fucking stupid. That's yeah, a bread pun. Yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid is a kind of bread. Uh, anyway. oh, oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, so I used to work at a bakery. Fucking stupid is totally a kind of bread. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so all of our parties have made it to election day. They have somehow, <laughs> some way in this hypothetical, we are all very legit, and uh, election day has deemed us all viable enough to appear on the ballot. So, what what happens? Mm. Well, the second glorious pivot. Um, begins the Second Civil War as the Mormon Hoplites, the the Mormopolites, gather their legions to retake the capital from the non-believers. <laughs> Don't know how we got here, but uh, it's happening. This is just Fallout New Vegas, is what you're doing. <laughs> not to not to interject my politics of uh, you know my my gamer creed into into your thing, but uh, right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a d- hell of a coalition. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful coalition. Gamers and Mormons. Well, you know, we didn't think about what would happen. Just you know, 
we we just wanted to make it happen so it's yeah just, mm-hmm. yeah that's fair yeah yeah so Dennis, your uh, what about your what happens on your election day? So uh, members of the butt pirate party, Pokemon go to the polls, and that's P O L E S because you're going to be twerking on them. Oh, nice. That's it. Uh, I see. Yeah, I see. It, well, hashtag resistance. Simple. It's yeah, simple. They, they go vote. Yes. That's right. Twerk yeah. on the polls. <laughs> um. Well. Uh. So kind of the thing about voting is a lot of it's done in person. Which is unfortunate for uh, for our constituency because uh, we don't get out too much, and uh, you know, like the sun was kind of bright uh, on voting day, and uh, you know, like we had a raid planned, so nobody really showed up. And uh, I mean, there there was a lot of uh, remote voting and a lot of mail in votes, but due to uh, you know America's long history of anti gamer uh, voting <laughs> uh, suppression, uh, we just we just couldn't we couldn't hack it. <laughs> It's them in rural America somehow are united <laughs> yep. on the stance of mail-in voting. Huh? <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, now, for, for the Rhino Party, the election day was uh, quite monumental for them. Uh, one of the hosts got into a little bit of hot water because right before the election came out that they had legally changed their name to nobody, no one, none of the above. So whenever anyone wrote that in, it actually would count as a vote for the rhinos. Oh, no. Um, And that's what helped get them over the 5% threshold and become major media darlings for the day. So, I mean, they just kind of spent the the podcast, I mean, spent the majority of the day then just kind of writing out the the news circuits and doing YouTube shows and popping up everywhere saying, oh, wow, we're actually now a legitimate party. This is so great. Look at the progress we've done. Wow, they were um, zooming think- around. <laughs> ha! That's, uh, that, that's what was happening with them. So. I mean, I personally can't wait to have no one guest on our podcast. So. <laughs> or Odysseus, for that matter. <laughs> now, the final question um, is one of the, the more tragic ones, of course. That is, what ultimately was the downfall of your party? What what was the thing that did him in? Uh, right. Well, if you remember, the Second Great Pivot Party um, st- triggered the Second Civil War. Um, but I remember. We, yeah. we underestimated the amount of drones that broke Barack Obama uh, had stored in his private hangar under his property. And that was <laughs> ultimately... <laughs> oh, no. The Mormopolites uh, did not survive. Oh. Uh, um, tragic. Yeah. We made it to the Capitol... But they just bombed the whole thing because they don't actually care about anybody in there because they're all just puppets, essentially, for the deep state, blah, blah, blah. You know how it of goes. Course, they built the capital better with new puppets, and you know nobody cared. So, yeah. Now, I, I just have to ask a follow-up question here, Zach. Yeah. Did Barack Obama, true to form, still find a way to bomb a hospital through all of this? Yes. No, they took out the entire okay, capital. Okay. They raised gotcha, okay. pretty much the entire uh, Washington, D.C., um, just all of the land is just, just burned. Well, down yeah, I mean they, they don't count towards the electoral college, so it doesn't matter. That, that's a smart policy move. Exactly. On, uh, <laughs> former president. And Obama's then you just part. tax the states for you know the destruction that happened, and you use that money to rebuild it even bigger and better with with more marble. And they just christen the whole state with with the blood of children. Now, there you go. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. And now, out of curiosity, does this then lead to the inevitable rise of uh, the third glorious pivot party um, <laughs> and the ashes um, of civilization? You know, the, the ashes of Washington, D.C. not bring rise to the third glorious pivot party because the Mormons were the last resistance um, in the U.S. anyways. <laughs> And so it's the it's the it's the internationalist pivot party now. <laughs> mm, perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Dennis, see, this is just the other worst Fallout game. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, but uh, as a gamer American, I will not have my heritage uh, slandered like this. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, you know games reflect reality. <laughs> I'm just picturing that ad with the the Native American man turning to camera with a single tear running down his cheek. <laughs> yeah, Bo being illuminated by the screen, turning with his headset on, and then like another single tear, but actually it's sweat running down from the top of his forehead that goes into his tear duct and then continues down his face. They deleted all my uh, my Little Pony Skyrim, uh, you know, immersive <laughs> sex mods, and I'm real torn up about it. Yeah. Well then, uh, yeah. What, so, uh, Dennis, what what happened with your party? So, the Butt Pirate Party's downfall came from the coalition with the Balance Party called the TNA Caucus, which created distrust amongst our constituents because we originally, in our statement, said no titties, just ass. So, mm. yeah, and, and then and then when they were asked to caucus, that that just you know yep. threw a whole other fucking bunch of complications in the mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cock yep. us. Huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who am I, Lady Gaga? Mm-hmm. Wait, like that's off. the bonus episode. <laughs> oh uh, god, that's that just becomes a transphobic joke with no context. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now oh, I'm a QAnon no. guy too. On top of everything, that's the fucking third act twist, baby. Uh, the, the secret is is that what transphobic year? QAnon what shit. Year? That's that's it. We're all contrapoints. Just <laughs> 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 okay. contrapoints. <laughs> well. uh if I may uh, take the floor here, um, what what eventually splits uh, splits the gamer party, like any uh, you know policy or sorry uh, ideal driven party is um, you know just infighting, uh, just like like I've established there is one good Fallout game um, or three D Fallout game at least, and uh, if you think otherwise, you're a beta cuck uh, soy boy who's clearly white knighting for. Anita I can't Sarkeesian. finish this sentence. No, I'm out of I'm out of Mountain Dew here. I can't I can't work my way through the rest of that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, like uh, you know, a lot of parties, uh, just internal party purity, kind of kind of drove us drove us to uh, into the ground. Damn. Yep. Every server it. shuts down eventually. You know, you can't can't just play uh, play CS CS with your boys uh, forever. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, eventually, that Mario Kart twenty four seven TF two server is gonna shut down, and when it does, <laughs> the gamer party does with it. Yikes! Yeah, yep. F last real, real harrowing shit. Freedom. I know. Yep. yep. F in chat. It's not good. Yeah, well, no, the, the biggest uh, the F's rhino. in chat. <laughs> the uh, the Rhino Party uh, for anyone wondering at home, the downfall that they incurred was uh that instead of recognizing the rhinos uh the federal government 
just decided to raise the bar for entry beyond 5% nationally. And uh, it uh, effectively ruined any chance they had in the next election of making headway. But it also neutered any chance of a possible third party takeover. Uh, By then raising the bar, it just eliminated any real chance of socialist alternative or PSL or the Green Party or of anyone else beyond the two-party system uh, actually doing anything good. Right, right. They kind of doomed everything for them. So just, you know, what the federal government normally does... (laughs) <laughs> yes yes absolutely jesus uh, has to add some 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 beautiful beautiful realism to all of this why not yeah oh as if mine <sighs> was realistic kelton come on now <laughs> yeah no yours was too realistic i'm scared you, of, uh, that's why. <laughs> you love you love to see you know um these these chauvinist podcast uh uh fascist pipeline hosts uh, you know, come out and really run the chance for real revolutionaries to have a platform and a voice on a, a national level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, speaking of realism, I mean, I'm just thinking like that. This is what the fucking Republican Party is going to be once all the Nick Fuentes Zoomers grow up and fucking get into politics proper. Ooh, fuck. So strap on, boys. <laughs> yes. Strap on. So buy a strap, strap on. on. You heard it here. Get first pegged or die trying. <laughs> That's our only way out. Is in. I've I've got so many fucking catchphrases. <laughs> Try me. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Try me. It's just it's just booty shorts that say "Try me" across the ass. Yeah, because I'm I'm officially defecting to the uh to the uh, big booty party. The booty pirate party. The booty pirate party. Yes. <laughs> Well, we're happy to have you over here, Bo. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Uh, well, I think that just about does it for this episode. Oh, it does it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, It Bo. does something, all right. Oh, fuck. Uh, Kelton, what, uh, what bugs do you have for this week? <laughs> oh, <bugs>. man. <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's the, the, the huge thing, I think, that we all should be focused oh, on. Oh, it is a huge uh, thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is getting overwrought. <laughs> um, let's see. Going on this week for the uh, Garbage In, Garbage Out, we covered Solar Opposites last week, the new TV show that's on Hulu. This week, uh, we're actually going to be covering that god-awful Scoob movie. So um, be on the lookout for that. It is uh, an ungodly horror show. And I can't wait to to talk about it with people. Um, yeah, Scooby Doo. Of course, it's gonna be scary. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Why not? It's not like they decided to take the premise of Scooby Doo, then try to expand it out into its own like weird Hanna Barbera cinematic universe whatsoever. Nope, that definitely didn't seem to be what was happening here. Oh no! Uh, good times. Good times. Franchise and then, all the things. Yeah, thoroughly lancing any fucking you know proper shot at a at a real Harvey Birdman reboot. So that's, yeah, I was gonna that's say they they already did this with Harvey Birdman. Yeah, and it was fucking great, yeah. but alas, alas, <laughs> and it worked. So uh, hold on, I forgot my point here. For a <laughs> 
No, and then uh, over in the world of sports, um, NASCAR is coming back, so I am gonna have to learn how to get into that. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a hellscape being a sports fan right now because it's Korean baseball, NASCAR, then also figuring out how the NFL is gonna be adding virtual fans to every stadium for their broadcasts. Oh so, no! Uh, expecting some real 2006 Madden graphics. I was gonna say it's gonna look like a bad PlayStation game. Oh, that's great. <sighs> Yeah, so uh, it's that, the that's same the... guy in like different shirts, you know, copy pasted <laughs> a thousand times. That's, that's great. And then hey, the... I mean, to be fair though, like most football games, it, you won't have to code for any women. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I legitimately didn't know this, but Madden games didn't have a single female audience member until 2014. Wow. Yeah, and just just like, as oh. the balance party. That's the balance party lobbying in action. All right. Yep. <laughs> Wow, this is effective change. We're planning better for opening virtual sports back up online than we are for making PPE for healthcare professionals and citizens. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Follow the money, baby. Yep. Uh, Bo, you're going to be putting a bonus episode up on Patreon this week. Fucking right, I am. One this week, or is it two this week? Uh, it's it's one. Uh, I I don't know where you're getting the two from. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah no we had two out last week did we not I I don't remember uh, uh no 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 I just rolled all that into one episode because oh, okay the fucking the audio was jank so I was like you know what I'm not gonna fucking touch this I'm sorry folks it just came out that way due to uh it got coronavirus that's my excuse there you yeah. go well don't miss yeah, our the audio got coronavirus but at least it was on time this week so there's that yeah definitely. Definitely uh, sub to our Patreon for that that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelton's shows are on YouTube. Uh, Sports Radio 1917 is at least. And Dennis also posts videos there. What was our last? What was your last video, Dennis? Uh, the last video, I don't remember now. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, um, I do have one in the works. It's going I to believe. be about John C. Lilly, who um, is partially one of the reasons why we have such a funny name. Uh, for our podcast, so be on the lookout for that. Um, it's uh, it's a lot more research than I was anticipating. <laughs> uh, yes, we promise we read books. It's not just purple monkey dishwasher shit. Right. <laughs> Sometimes uh, we read books. Sometimes we read books. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, so a John C. Lilly video coming out, and then uh, don't forget about our Twitch streams Tuesday and Fridays. This mm-hmm. Friday we have a very special guest joining us. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a good friend of mine, a uh, leftist and a uh, illustrator, and now content creator. It's uh, uh, Dick Hanby or uh, Nick Danby. He goes by a couple different names, or otherwise known as the Loading Zone. Um, he's a uh, propagandist and uh, is also making a um, a uh, online, uh, you know, uh, queer centric um, film review with his friend. Uh, Diego called Disaster Peen Theater. It's a wonder. Uh, check that out on YouTube. We will be playing um, Civ Six, uh, and uh, Danby will be my royal vizier, um, <laughs> uh, helping me because he's a huge history buff and also a very big fan of all the muscly men that are in Civ Six. So, uh, Hell yeah, yeah Civ. I don't know what it is because like uh, like every iteration of Civ, they've just made everyone sexier. It's, yeah. it's really weird. Civ I mean, like I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I cannot wait for Civ sixty nine. Yeah, I mean, like it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Uh, Montezuma is one of my favorites in Civ six. Just is, cut as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. And then Gilgamesh <laughs> is like just 
a daddy. big old bear yeah. daddy. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the game. Well, but yeah, he will be acting as my <laughs> Quite the game. He'll be acting as my royal vizier. We will be uh streaming Civ 6 uh and uh it should be fun because it's the Switch version, so it runs a little slow, but that's great for catching up on Twitch because uh there won't be a huge delay. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, I think that does it for us. Uh, if anybody else has anything to plug, otherwise, Kelton, you can go ahead and take us out. All right, guys. Deuces. Thanks for listening to another episode of Psychic Dolphin Garage. Check out our link tree in the show notes so you can join our Discord and subreddit and become a part of the community. Find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring this weird leftist show to as many people as we possibly can. So if you like the episode, please share it with someone, anyone, just one other person at your school or office or parole hearing who you think might like what we do. We trust your judgment. Be sure to join us every week for Destiny Tuesdays on our Discord, the PDLR Fantasy Sports Show Thursdays on our YouTube channel, and Variety Game Night Fridays on Twitch. That just about covers it. All right, we love you. Bye.